Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. It is Camille Marty, your host. And welcome, guys. I'm so glad to be here talking and chatting with you all. It has been a great week for me. Honestly, this week has been going really slow, which is odd. I know it was coming kind of comment on my week and just how I've been feeling, but it's a really just cool thing for me to look back on these podcasts and kind of, you know, a little bit reflect on my life and know when certain areas of my life was, you know, going a certain way and remembering things and stuff. Cause I do listen to the podcast pretty frequently, just listening to different things that I had learned to see which ones did well and why they did well and kind of like reflecting on what I talked about and seeing, getting kind of some information and some inspiration from things that I've talked about before and stuff like that. So yeah, this week has been really good. I have been working a ton, which has been really nice just to like take a minute and work and try to get it all in. And this summer is going to be really crazy with traveling and stuff like that. So I'm just excited to kind of just do the hard things, you know, get busy, get productive and start getting in the mode of like, you're not going to be able to chill for the rest of your life. Like you're going to be very, very, very busy for a long time when in terms of career and school and getting my foot in the door and working really hard. And so kind of just practicing that and stuff like that. So that has been my week. I've been kind of just hanging out, been making some friends, been meeting some people. It's been a really, really, really good week. I cannot complain, not one bit. So this week, we're going to talk about one of my favorite topics to discuss, which is insecurities. <laughs> totally kidding. But also, we are going to be talking about being secure in yourself, being um, confident how insecurities can play a role in our everyday development, how we can get over insecurities and stuff like that. So let's just get right into this episode. I feel like a great place to start was to do is to do a little bit of an exercise with you guys. So we all started out confident. I want you all to think of a time in your young, youthful self that you were like fearless you were like the most confident person you've ever met. You could just say whatever, do whatever. You're the one that dancing out on the dance floor. You're the one that was going up to people and just being super sweet to them. Like I remember when I was younger, I used to draw pictures of the person who was preaching at my church and then I'd give them a dollar or something and I would just write them a little note during church. And I was like seven. And I would do this like almost every service or services that I just like particularly wanted to do it. And I was fearless. Like now that's like, you know, people have so many different things. Like if you do anything sweet or anything like that, there's always the doubt or the, you know, second guessing yourself to see if it's weird that you're doing this or seeing what people are going to think when you're doing a certain action or whatever it is. But there was a time in my life and I'm sure in yours where you were just fearless. But we probably all have a moment in time where our confidence was cracked. For me, there's there's plenty of different times, but I can really bring it back to like freshman year of high school and having a really, really hard time making friends. And because I had a hard time making friends, I would compromise who I was and things that I really enjoyed and who just like my confidence in general as a fearless, you know, 10 year old, I became a shy 13 year old because I didn't have, you know, that fearlessness and that confidence didn't really show forth, um, in certain areas. And so 
that shyness took over and just being quiet and being observant and things like that made me lose a lot of the confidence that I had when I was younger. And so we had that all had that moment. We all have maybe somebody bullied you. So maybe somebody said something that really affected you. I know in the starving for perfection episode that I had with Caitlin and we talked about eating disorders. She talked about how it all really, if she sat, sat down and really contemplated it, it all really boiled down to one comment. That one comment triggered just so much. And it's just because your actions, you know, your words can mean to somebody way more than you might think that they mean. But really, I mean, maybe it was a lot more than that. Obviously, it was like the background information of that comment and stuff like that. But, you know, they, we all have this moment where our confidence was really put into question. So these comments and these moments have been increasingly more common be due to the Internet. And people growing up, I feel horrible for them. I would not have wanted to grow up being on TikTok and Instagram and all of that and comparing myself to every single human being on the earth. But I just think that these moments of second-guessing ourselves and being insecure are way more common now due to the internet. So your confidence and insecurities might have, you know, maybe when you're younger, they stemmed from seeing and almost even idolizing someone who doesn't look like you. So when I was younger, you know, it was in like the 2000s and the body standard that was then when I was growing up was to be like 90 pounds soaking wet. And I was not 90 pounds soaking wet. I was 90 pounds in fifth grade. So I was like really struggling with all of that and like comparing myself and seeing somebody and idolizing somebody that looked nothing like me. So that's another way that insecurities really showed up when I was younger. We learned things about the world and ourselves growing up. I learned that speaking up was pointless when my no meant nothing. I learned that people treat me like I was less valuable when I stopped doing certain things. This made my younger self have my value and security in different things. We talked about this a little bit with the Adanti uh, Respect Yourself podcast, but when you put your security in different people, in different things, in idolizing somebody, and in your friends in high school, in your, you know, your friend group, your whoever it is, when you put your security and your value into those things, it's so hard to have power over how you feel about yourself. When my, if my whole value is in the palm of somebody else, then they can trans, they can drop that like a hot potato. And then my value is now dropped because they held that in their hands. So the most protected, the most, the place that you should keep your value and your security is within yourself. And even more, for people who believe in God and even more than anything is that putting your trust and putting your value and putting your security in God, putting that in the hands of him. And then you know that you are fearfully, wonderfully made. You know that God perfectly created a plan and made you out of the dust of the earth, like formed you in your mother's womb, all of those verses. Then you know no matter what, your value and your security is not going to waver because God made you who you are. And I know that's just like a cliche thing, but even putting your value in yourself, 
I value myself. I respect myself. I trust myself. We're going to go into these a little bit more as we continue on. But those, that is being a secure person is to have all of those traits. Insecurity can show up in many different forms, I'm sure, as we all know. I bet a lot of us are familiar with the uncomfortable feeling of insecurity, your mind racing with the thoughts of how you can change and, you know, what would you look like if these insecurities went away or how much different your life would be if you were different or if you looked different. The older I get, the more I find myself kind of being insecure on my personality more than anything. I wish I had this sense of humor or the confidence to speak in a group like that or the confidence to share my opinion or or maybe I'm not even, you know, interesting enough or whatever it is. But insecurities can be so debilitating. Physical insecurities are obviously another huge factor of insecurity. I wish I looked like them or I wish I weighed less or more or sometimes this can turn into super unhealthy habits when it comes to self-care and how you treat yourself. We can probably talk for literally days about how many different insecurities and how terrible and controlling that they can be. But this podcast is about improvement. So I want to shed some light on the power of a secure person. Secure in themselves, secure in how they look, secure in who they are. I didn't say perfect. I didn't say fearless. I didn't say confident. I said secure. And when you have that security within yourself, then you are confident. You are fearless. And you, you know, you're not perfect, but you know what I mean? Like you have those traits. They're not constant. But when you're secure in yourself, then those traits come alongside of it. A secure person in my eyes is someone who takes feelings and emotions with stride. Yes, they can get insecure at times, but they recognize that that is just what it is, an insecurity. They don't let it ruin their day or their outing. They don't let it control their emotions or their mood. They take it as it is and logically cope with what it is as it comes. This is a really important tactic that a lot of logical, successful people use, and it's taking the emotion out of the decision. When you take the emotion out of something and say, okay, I know I want to crawl into bed and cry because I look terrible. I know I want to go into my car and never speak to anyone again because I'm so insecure about this certain trait. I know for a fact I don't want to do this and this and this because I'm insecure, but I am here with my friends. So instead, I'm going to realize that I am not worthless and I can have a good time tonight. That's just like an example of something that a secure person might do or somebody who's not going to let those emotions overcome their life or overcome their decision making. This is actually an executive function tactic. It's called, I believe, maybe self-mirroring or somehow one of the executive functions that we discussed in the executive function podcast, basically where you can take yourself out of the situation and look within what you're actually doing and realize that you know, your emotions are just your emotions and they're not like fact or they're not true and false because you feel that way. It's just that it's an emotion and you're feeling that currently. 
So that's that's the that's the executive function. So when you realize, okay, my insecurities are just what that is. It's just an insecurity. I'm okay. I'm not, you know, ten pounds heavier today than I was yesterday. It's not physically possible. I am fine. You know, I am the same person I was yesterday. I'm the same person I was when I was the most confident that I've ever been in my whole life. I am that same person. And. I'm worthy of love. I'm worthy to go hang out. I'm not going to ruin my night for myself. I'm not going to let these emotions completely destroy it. I'm going to overcome those emotions, move on with my life, and keep going. The power in realizing that we have the complete control over our reactions and our emotions allows us to control them instead of letting them control us. Keyword is letting them. Typically, we let sad and insecure emotion control us but by confronting that and rearranging those thoughts in our head we now no longer have to feel that way or at least not to the extent of like an outward debilitating emotion think to yourself and see if you can think of a secure person think close your eyes and think about a secure person that you know somebody who is secure in themselves someone who rarely if ever mentions their insecurities or their shortcomings someone who lives in the moment is interested in self-improvement for their own reasons and not to take away an insecurity someone who knows what who they are and what they want and isn't interested in compromising their beliefs or desires for anyone someone who won't take second best i know just a handful of people like this and wow what powerful people that they are People like this just get stuff done. And more importantly, they create the life that they want for themselves. They want that life. They create it. And they get that stuff done. For the rest of the podcast, when I talk about this stuff, I want you to refer to what would, insert name here, so-and-so, do. When I give you scenarios that may affect someone's insecurity levels. So let's say you get some sort of DM on Instagram saying, hey, you know, I just I want you to know that this has actually happened to me before. But someone someone DM me and said, like, you always talk about on the podcast that you changed and you're like different and, you know, you're you're the completely new person than you always were. But but you're the same, you know, you're just as ugly, you're just as stupid, you're just as insecure. They like went off on me in my DMs. And I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> and I'm not saying that this is going to like a common occurrence or happens to everybody, but definitely comments can be made, even just condescending ones that can really affect us and touch us in a, inse- like touch directly at our insecurities. And so, you know, a secure person in my mind would hear that and say, you know what? I'm sorry that they feel that way. I'm real. I really am sorry that they feel that way. I'm sorry that they're having a bad day. I'm sorry that they, you know, honestly, they probably, obviously, are not secure in who they are. Otherwise, they wouldn't be in my DM talking about how I look. You know, but I'm sorry that that happens to them. That has nothing to do with me. It really doesn't. It has nothing to do with how I feel about myself. It has nothing to do with who I am as a human being. They don't even know me. But, you know, I'm just going to pray for them. Hope they have a great day. (laughs) Like that is such, you know, maybe you don't feel that way 100%. 
but enough where you you can say that with confidence you can say that with an even tone and you can just let it roll off your back and I don't say let it roll off your back like act like it didn't happen but say you know what that stinks that someone really just felt the need to do that but you know that's fine like they, they have their choice it's their free will to say whatever they want and so if they want to say that then they can say that they're fully capable of saying yeah I'm not gonna let it affect me though because you're you are not responsible for what other people's opinions of you are at all at all everybody has an opinion and they're all going to be just slightly different than the other person and yeah you want people to have good opinions of you that you want people to enjoy your company and and think of you highly and regard you in a in a respectful way but if they don't that's not your problem that's just not it's not your fault it really isn't your your responsibility to change their opinion of you it's it's not your responsibility at all and so when someone has a negative opinion of you then you cannot and you cannot you cannot you cannot let that define you their opinion does not define who you are you define who you are people that you love help you to define who you are god defines who you are fearfully and wonderfully made anyways little rant there but i just find it so so interesting that people can take comments like that and just let it ruin their day or, the, or their, you know, or even comments from people that they, you know, they wish that this certain person would have a high opinion of them, but they don't. And, you know, it's hard. It's hard to hear that someone that you have a high opinion of or, you know, a positive opinion of doesn't have the same opinion of you. But, you know, that's, that's again, it's not your responsibility to change that. So, how we can be a secure person or secure in ourselves. Number one, we have to identify what exactly a secure person is and the habits that they would withhold. So number one, they define their worth. No one else. Just like we've mentioned this whole podcast is when I tell somebody what my worth is or show my worth, it's because I've defined it to that some someone can say you know no you're not worth that you're worth less and I'm sorry like I'm sorry but I define my worth you don't and I I this is a hypothetical conversation that will never occur but it's just you say it without actually saying it when someone says I don't think you can do that I don't think that you're capable of that you're gonna say okay I'm sorry but I'm gonna try my best at least maybe I'm not but you know, I think that I'm worthy of that. Or, or someone says, oh, he's out of your league. Oh, he's, he's too good for you. Like he's, he's way too out of your league, whatever. You know, like who says that my worth is less than his, who says that, you know, whatever. And, and so on and so forth with examples like that. But when you define your worth then you can make the narrative of who you are. So number two, they trust themselves. Just like gaining trust with other people, you gain trust with yourself by following through with your priorities or your promises to yourself and doing the things that you always say that you will. You will gain trust in yourself following through with the promises that you make. Keeping promises to yourself and and that really does help you gain gain confidence. When you have imposter syndrome or when you're having low self-esteem issues, a really, really good way to gain your confidence is by making some promises and then sticking to them and really proving to yourself and others that you are able to do that. And not in a resentful way, not in a like, ha, 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 I can do that even if, you know, you didn't, you didn't believe in me, but here we are. But in a just, I'm going to work out tomorrow and then ease as 
absolute much as you do not want to work out tomorrow, you go work out tomorrow. Not because you want to, not because it's easy, not because everybody on Instagram does it, not because Camille Smarty said it on the Heart, Mind, and Soul podcast, but because you made that promise to yourself. And by fulfilling that promise, will restore the respect, the trust, and the confidence within yourself. All right, the third thing that I believe secure habits or secure people do is they make sound decisions. It's, it's very common and very obvious comment here, but not emotional and, and not abrasive decisions. They make logical decisions. They set aside their wants and their emotions and their desires. And I know we said that the heart is emotion, desire, and direction, but occasionally in your life, you're going to need to take your heart aside from a decision and you're going to need to make a decision with your mind and with your soul. So they set aside their heart and they listen to their mind because the heart is, what is the verse? The heart is the evil of, I don't know, something that the heart will stray you or something like that. If you listen to your heart too much, then you need to, you know, you need to really defend depend on your mind as well. Sometimes it's required of us to make those decisions with our mind and not our heart. And if you can't distinct between the two, the two of a heart decision or a mind decision, it can be really hard to make a respectful and respected and logical decision. All right. The fourth thing is that they are upfront and active in their own life. This is a super important one. They stand up for their time, their decisions, their boundaries, and they're an active part of their day-to-day life. What I mean by that is that when something isn't going the right way or something isn't going the way that someone intended it to go, they don't care how awkward the conversation might be. They don't care that, you know, oh, no, I I already am too far in, you know, I can't turn back now. They are an active part of their daily life. They don't let life just happen to them. They're an active part of their life. They create their life for themselves. And so this is a huge thing that a lot of people, when, you know, you don't have a lot of self-esteem, you don't have a lot of confidence, you have a lot of insecurities, and they affect your daily life, then you sometimes have some issues with, Letting life just happen to you instead of taking life by the reins and and really going for it. They also take charge of their relationships that they have, meaning they don't, they get out of toxic or negative relationships and they make decisions that help them improve who they are. Realistically, secure people don't tend to be people pleasers. They don't tend to be, you know, oh, everybody's in, you know, everyone's opinion and everyone's desires are more important than mine and I'm just going to go with whatever the rest of the group goes with normally secure people are not like that all the time they definitely want to please people because uh, out of the kindness of their own heart but but not to be a people pleaser and instead of being a people pleaser they usually are very know what they want type of people and they they'll do things out of the kindness of their own heart for people but it's not just a common daily occurrence for them to put their own desires underneath the rug and let other people's come forth. So when we talk about 
security. The number one thing that people will associate a secure person to is confidence. A lot of people don't really see the importance and the impact of confidence. You know, what kind of impact that, a per- that having confidence has on a person's life. So to finish out this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about the importance of confidence. Confidence affects your your self-esteem, your decision-making, your outgoingness, your personality, your attractiveness to others, your conversation skills, your mental health, and so, so, so much more. Confidence and self-love isn't just a feel-good thing or, you know, feeling good about how you look in your outward skin. It's really knowing and being proud of who you are. And liking the things that you do, being proud of yourself and being comfortable in your own skin. This is a really attractive quality, not just for drawing romantic attention, but for friends, work opportunities, and people that you meet every single day. People like to be around someone who is confident, someone who's who's comfortable in their own skin, who can just talk to you like you're a normal person who's not, you know, a little shy, a little bit, you know, and not saying that being shy or introverted is a bad thing at all. You can be those things and also still be confident in your own self and also still trust in your own decisions like we talked about and be a secure human being. It's not you don't have to be abrasive to be, you know, confident and you don't have to be just like outward and you know all that to, to be this type of person that I'm talking about but someone does really appreciate people people are really attracted to someone who is secure in their own skin so lastly things that diminish your confidence and help you to appear less secure are I think there's mainly four things pointing out your own insecurities and making them known to people Making decisions to please other people and then regretting it slash complaining about it later. Not following through with goals and promises that you've made to yourself and others. Making emotional decisions and statements that can affect you and people around you. Just remember that insecurities are 100% normal, but what we want to try and avoid is letting those insecurities take control and affect you. And... I honestly think that those four things that I just mentioned about what can diminish your confidence is exactly what you can use to do the opposite of that to gain your confidence. So instead of pointing out your own securities and making them known to other people, hide them. I mean, not not hide them under a bushel tree, but like hide hide them, meaning guard guard your heart, guard your insecurities. This is a vulnerable side of who you are and, and something that you don't really want to share with the whole world. You know, don't make a joke out of your insecurities. Just recognize that they're there and continue about your life. When I say, you know, making decisions to please other people and then regretting it slash complaining about it later. If you to make a decision to help please somebody, then do it out of the kindness of your own heart. Do it with confidence and with love and, and with, with good intention behind it instead of doing it and then regretting it or complaining about it later. Because if you're doing it out of the kindness of your own heart, then you're less willing or less likely to do decisions that you're not comfortable making for other people. Another thing that I mentioned is not following through with goals and promises. So, you know, following through with those things, making those promises to yourself and then and then actually doing them. That'll bring trust and respect back into your own self. And the last one is making emotional decisions and statements 
keyword statements that can affect you and people around you. Just just making logical and sound decisions and not letting your emotions control you. I'm not saying you can't have emotions because I'm I'm saying this all to myself because I sometimes make very emotional decisions and I'll and I'll you know say something that's just hurtful to somebody else because you know I feel like it's justified or I make an emotional decision you know in terms of my own life and I will realize that I could have made a better decision if I had think, thought about it logic more logically but it is totally fine so the last thing that I'm going to say is changing your mind about yourself is going to help you get rid of insecurities better than and faster than training or trying to change or purposefully changing the physical insecurity that you actually have. Changing your mind about yourself is going to help so much more than actually trying to get rid of that insecurity. Okay, guys, that's the end of the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. I really like this topic of insecurity and secureness and all that. We're going to talk about validation before it's all said and done. We, we are going to have fun times and talk, chat more about this topic later in the season for the Valentine's Day episode because the podcast, which is so cute, but the podcast comes out on February 14th. Next week's episode is a Monday. It's actually Valentine's Day. So we're going to have a fun love themed special episode edition and it's gonna be very awesome so keep the word out if you guys will post this week's episode and please 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 get the word out for next week's episode i would love to see as much podcast love as i have seen thus far also don't forget to look at the website name we actually changed it to heartbrandandsoul.fitness because there is a fun blog on there that i have started which the actual verse, I believe it's in Matthew, that says, I will love the Lord with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength, which is funny because originally I was going to name the podcast Heart, Soul, Mind, and Strength, but I just felt like it was a little bit of a wordy thing. So sometimes I try to sneak in some workout stuff or some health stuff or try to relate it all to that. To that. But the strength portion, which is in my brain, the actual physical workouts and health and all that, that is going to be on a blog on the actual website. So the website has a section that says strength or heart, mind, soul and strength or whatever that I wrote there. And that will have, you know, links to workouts that I've done, you know, just written things that I've done that I think that really helps or, or recipes or whatever it is. And that'll be updated weekly. And there's already some stuff on there. So go check that out. The link is in my bio on Instagram. The Instagram account is at heart, mind and soul pod. And then obviously my personal Instagram is at camille.elena. And that is pretty much it. I hope you guys all have a great week. And don't forget to post on the Instagram if you really liked it. Don't forget to hit up the website, all of the, that stuff. And then obviously rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcast. Give us a five-star review. All right, guys, that is the end of the podcast. I love you and have a great week. Bye-bye.